Welcome back, welcome back to the Kahu Kōrero with Crystal and Cools. This week we dive deep with one of our coaches and role models, Jodie Cameron. Jodie took us back to when it all started, her transition from player to mother to coach, staying disciplined and getting back on your bike. So let's get into it. This is Kahu Kōrero with Jodie. So hello everyone. Today we are joined by our superstar coach, Jody Cameron. Very grateful to have you on here. Thanks for coming. Nice to be here, cozied up next to you on the couch. <laughs> it is nice and cozy. Yeah. <laughs> what is today? Another Thursday. Another Thursday. Thursday mm-hmm. afternoon. Um, very excited to have you. We know you're kind of, you know, one of the very few women in New Zealand that have been involved in basketball for a very long time, really impacted our game. Um, so definitely wanted to get you on here and talk about your experiences and your impact that you've had. I think a good place to start would be with how you got started in basketball. And when, yeah, when you started? When when I started coaching or no, no playing. playing? Oh, playing? Um, I think I was five. I don't know. I remember being quite young and, you know, we were from a small country school area, mm. some um, just outside of Whangarei, Portland, and uh, everyone just played sport, basketball being one of them. Played at intermediate, high school, just played every sport. Both Basketball wasn't sort of like the only sport we played. And then I think at some stage we had to choose, mm. and I preferred basketball out of everything because – uh, and I still say this now, you could do everything. You could be the scorer, the defensive player, the assist player. You could have tricks. You know, you could outrun somebody. Mm-hmm. You could be all parts of, you know, um, an athlete's game. And so I I loved it for that. Also, it was covered, so I didn't have to play outside. Mm-hmm. So we played, you know, I played league, played some rugby, played a lot of touch, very little netball until I was older. Done athletics, softball, yeah, all you know, outdoors sports, all outdoors. So and mainly summer sports. So in the summer and um, yeah, basketball sort of was like all year round. Yeah, basketball is all year round. It never ends. So your mum, obviously Mata Cameron. What was her involvement, kind of, with you growing up playing basketball? Well, she played a lot of basketball and coached and. She played for the Falcons, I think. I've got that right. Up in Whangarei. And club competition was fierce, you know, mm. when, when I was a kid. It doesn't really exist now. But her involvement with me and my family, were, we lived in the gym. Um, all our friends and family hung out with basketball families. Uh, we went on holidays together. Basically, we just played wherever we would play basketball and she was probably my main coach most of my life until I left home at 14 to go to boarding school. But uh, she's always been the influence in my life around the game. Obviously a coach herself, uh, as coach for New Zealand and is and still coaching now. Cool. So you went off to boarding school at 14? Uh, yep. Went to church college. Really successful career mm-hmm. there at high school. Went to three nationals, won three national titles, uh, played for Waikato. Yeah, just played a lot of basketball. I was playing New Zealand Touch then at high school, high school age groups. So I had to, gone down to two sport. Sort of that sort of continued my pathway playing for Waikato. Uh, I think uh, my first New Zealand trial was when I was 
17. I was petrified. But your mum's been there all along the way and just really, I think she's just been my number one mentor in being an athlete and just, you know, took me under her wing and really guided me through, you know, I was quite young compared to everybody else that I would play with uh, adults and uh, just looked after me and showed me the ways. What has kind of driven your passion for basketball? What was that moment when you're like, man, basketball is so cool and just gone all out with it? Oh, there's, you know, there's lots of reasons. I, you know, um, as an athlete, I didn't really like watching the game. I only watched it to scout or watched it to learn. I never watched it for enjoyment. Um, and then you learn these things, you know, get, you don't get taught. Well, back then you didn't get taught about philosophy or, um, you know, about the journey and how that's the most, um, amazing thing and the relief you get from that or just in the process of, um, your day to day, you know, journey or your habits and all that you know it's very articulated these days but back then it was just about fun and you wanted to win and you want to be with your mates so my passion is gone both ways in the sense of it being fun but also in the HP space and um, I you know least likely to continue after my athlete career finished I didn't want to be involved in basketball Mm -hmm. and then I saw a need you know my child was playing and I thought she probably deserved some um, more support and so did the girls around her and then so did the community and then you know my personality is to help people and I have a real the, the passion is through basketball which is the instrument but I have real passion for helping females or you know because of my journey and because of my experiences and the good was outweighing the bad for me when I decided to keep continuing this journey where it was taking me um, obviously down the road of coaching but I was like, well, I've traveled the world in this game, a lot of the world. I've met some amazing people, culture. I love food. You know, everyone you laugh, but you know that about me. And I, I just um, love seeing people being able to have an experience. And you can't really put more finite details around that. It's just an experience of what it is. And, and the need arrives, you know, it shows itself. So whatever that is, and that's probably where the passion grew. And then – you know, I was like, well, I can teach you something that I've learned. And, you know, the circle of life revolves and you become an educator in these things. And, you know, I'm a parent also. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like saying the same but different, you know. And, and um, I'm passionate about just seeing someone aspire to whatever the heck they want to, you know. And so growing up, your mum had a lot to do with you. But just going back to that, what about your brothers and their roles? Obviously they – played and yeah, well, was got, it competitive what is yeah, it well, I've got a sister that's 11 months younger than me Junie yep and that's that was my true competition there you know mm-hmm. and uh and then my brothers and then my baby sister you know we've all um we have this piece of passageway in our house we played with anything basketball every night and the and the goal was to touch whatever it was, a screwed up piece of paper, a softball, you know, hitting the the top of the doorway. Um, and so that's how I can remember my brother Piero because if you can, you know, trying to push that around and get past the score on the other doorway, it was very rare. And a lot of the times, you know, I, I've got some imprints onto the um, cupboards and the floor and the corners of the hot water cup. But uh, that's how I remember playing basketball with my brother. And if we did actually make it to the court, it was very competitive. And 
The only way I would win is if it was full court because I could run faster than him. <laughs> Growing up, did you see quite a disparity between opportunities, resources maybe that he was getting and got compared to you as a woman? Growing up, I think it was just a given or, or just, you know, people just accepted it. And I suppose it was the same or worse back then because it wasn't highlighted or spoken about or, you know, it wasn't on the tips of tongues or, you know, females will not stand for what they did back then. Um, But, yes, you know, like there probably were a lot of opportunities, you know. I mean, these weren't just sporting things, but it's just a societal thing, Mm. you know, and so it's just the way everyone operated back then. I probably wasn't the kid that was saying, I'm not getting it. You Mm -hmm. know, I was the kid that was saying, I'm gonna get it, mm. you know, and I'll be there, and I'm, and I always strive to be um, one ahead of, or like in my own way, you know, wanted to be successful, or um, you know what they call about manifesting. Now, I would always dream about mm. and want that, and it was on the, my brain all the time about going to an Olympics. You know, every day I'd hold this little flyer that had uh, Karina put on it, and she was the first Kiwi to go to America. Mm. And it was a photo of her, and I was like, I'm going to be that person one day. It didn't allude to that. <laughs> Obviously, I, you know, I had my kids, but those aspirations, you know, and those thoughts and, and how powerful it is to manifest or think in that way and that, you know, and for anyone out there now, when I talk to people, it's like if you, you know, for anyone who thinks they can't strive in that, I'm just like, well, for every bloody bad thought that you have, you know, and you want to be fair, and that's all you're asking for, you might be fair to yourself, mm. you should really match it with a good thought. But I, from a, you know, I always think up, not that I haven't thought down, but I'm like, well, if I'm, for every downer, there must be an up. So, and then mm. you can make a, a more rational decision. It's not easy. Oh, that's so cool. Um, oh, well, speaking of that, what are you manifesting? You know, one day I hope to be the tall fence coach, you know, and, and not only put, I haven't got a time frame on that. It's, I believe in when it, the time is right and it's whoever's best for the job. You know, I have really strong opinions about that. But if you don't have those aspirations or goals or you're not reaching for the top, then you're certainly not going to get anywhere near it, mm. you know. And if you don't think in, in the work to get there is, you know, you've got to be your best to be, um, anywhere near your thoughts or your manifestations or your goals. Mm. You know, you've got to go and outwork them, like beyond what they've written down. Yeah, and commit, I guess. If that's what mm. you want to do in life and that's what you want to achieve, what are you doing now to get there? I think commitment's a great word, you know, especially in the youth and, and I mean, just in general, like when you're committed, you know, they're having that, um, what do you call it? <sighs> I was talking about the other night. Um, discipline? Discipline, you know. Thanks, Caller. Like, discipline should remain through everything. Then when you have that desire, you have that motivation, and you, it gets matched, you, you're unstoppable. And then when you're having a not-so-great time in whatever aspect, the discipline remains. That's like the getting out of bed every day, you know, mm. when you don't want to. And don't we all feel like that sometimes? So, you know, that's... I just think that that's probably what's got me through is like, okay, don't feel like it. Let's just do it. Yeah. Do it Do it when you're feeling bad. Do it when you're feeling good. Do it when you're feeling great. Um, and then, you know, there's a um, quote I have on the mirror, Michael Phelps quote, and he talks about, um, you know, as soon as you fall off, 
you get straight back on mm. whatever mood you're in. That's the only way to get through. What that does is that it's still acknowledging the mood or the space you're in, but the work continues. Mm. Get back on the bike when you don't want to, mm. and that just holds you there. And then you forget about it. Or you, you know, right. get those moments. You guys can all test that as athletes, like putting on your shoes, trying to get out on the court, and you're just like, oh, my gosh, why am I here? But then when you get out and you start shooting around and start playing, you forget that moment. Right. Mm. Oh, yeah. Had a lot of those moments. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's just pushing through and, and learning to – to stay disciplined and committed, I guess, to yeah. to whatever it is you're trying to achieve. And I think it's finding your own words with that, mm. like discipline, motivation, but you can find your own mojo around that. Like what does that sound like, feel like, look like mm. to you? And how does it relate to what you're trying to do? Because if it's not basketball, for example, what is it you're trying to achieve and how are you going to get there? Say if you have a bad day, what does it look like to – getting through it and and doing it. Hmm. Whatever gets you back to where you need to be, you know, that's what you own. Mm -hmm. No one can take that from you. And then, you know, progressing that, you just want to get better at it, quicker at it. I don't know. You know, I think sometimes we just don't, and I want to use the word appreciate, those moments when we're not feeling great or we're down or we're lost, or we're not feeling like we know what we're doing, I was just like, you're in the right place. Mm. You're exactly where you're meant to be, you know, and that just settles all tension of, you know, thoughts thinking too far into the future or too far into the past. Would you say that that's a, a way of life that you live, like living in the present? Oh, come on, cooler. They ask me for my secrets. <laughs> life is great for me. You know, and with all of its adversities, I wouldn't change a single thing. And that's because I've accepted stuff. And when things happen, sometimes they're out of your control. What is in your control is your ability to deal with it. I don't have a master plan. I just have a whole bag of tools that I call on and, um, you know, different times call for different tools. Mm. Sometimes the tools used a lot more, you know, or whatever method I need to get by, I might thrash the crap out of it for a few months. And and then you get to a space and then you never use it again. And I think there is your own way. Hmm. Definitely. I liked your um, analogy about the toolbox because that's one that I use and it's something that I'm trying to to add to, add tools to my toolbox so I can can just whip out one of my tools to help me get through it or to help me – Move, yeah, move past yeah. it. To Which move, is, right? Yeah. To get back on our bike. To get back mm. on the bike, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever, the waka, whatever mm. you want, whatever analogy, you know, but it's to get back to yourself, I think, to get back to where you need to be, maybe not even where you really necessarily want to be, but where you need to be. Mm. Um, so that's good. Can you speak to us a little bit about the league? Like how has women's basketball throughout the years kind of changed, progressed, and how did we end up with the Toahi League today? I think the Toahi League came from some very, um, to be honest, some very good men that are in good positions to make change for women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it came from the desire and work from all the women before now and 
all the females have dedicated themselves prior, you know, like in played, officiated, score bench, whatever. Oh, cool. Well, we hope it will expand. Definitely. Definitely hoping for some growth. But speaking of that, where do you see? I know you're saying it will. We're getting a lot of traction. Ideally, in the perfect world, if we could control all the cards, where do you see this league expanding? More teams? Um, Yeah. What does expansion for this league look like? More fans? More players? What is it? Yeah, I just think um, it's really disappointing to see that there's, you know, on one hand, there's five teams. Uh, We've got, you know, the North Island holds so much talent. Mm -hmm. Uh, And the likes of yourself, Crystal, you know, when Waikato didn't get a a team. And, And I'm not negative about those decisions in the way of why. It's just disappointing, right? As females, yeah. you know, we, we, we've got high expectations. I think I want to say it like that. We, our stand, yeah. We've got high expectations and we want to be successful in the same token. Uh, we're new in this look and everybody's probably sort of got possum eyes and going, well, there's some really athletic females playing this amazing game mm. and they can ball. Mm. So, you know, it's going to take a bit of time to change um, the fan base there, but I think it's coming. You know, and I think people really want to invest in this something different, something new, but very um, athletic, yep. you know, and dynamic and amazing to watch. And, you know, I, even myself, I like watching our tape because we play, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. We play so well, you know, and, and, and a lot of the teams. And I think having the imports over, um, that's really boosted the insight into their level of athleticism. And mm. that's a great site for the young girls coming through to see that, that oh, there's this next level. Mm. Um, so I think that's been important. It will grow. I have no doubt, you know, I'm waiting for some big sponsors to come in around Kahu and just really invest. It's a good thing. People are like, why? I'm like, well, why would you invest in us or the league or females and that? I'm like, well, we're the other side of the population and mm. everybody has an interaction with a female and why not? And you're either, a, you've either got a mother or an auntie or a sister mm. or a um, daughter mm. or a niece. If you looked at that and thought, oh, I'm going to invest in somebody in my family and why not into um, the females in your family, that's a good enough reason. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then if you put that into a product that is there in Tohi, like it's, it's even better mm. because what can be leveraged off that or the opportunities coming out of that for you, the females that you, that are in your lives. So, yeah, I, I just think it's not a natural thing for people to do mm. um, so much, especially in our country. Um, but we're getting there. You know, we're breaking down some, um, I'm going to call them speed bumps, you know, mm. little Right. Not little bad, not barriers, but just little speed bumps. I think it's an amazing game, right? You yeah. Definitely. No, it's so cool. It is. Like it's it's got a lot of swagger, and um, we're scratching the surface. Mm. So the potential is there, and I think you know we just have to keep doing what we do well. We have to keep building up the roles. We have to keep investing in our own people, our own females. We need to show by example. You know, we need to have. Um, great practice. We need to elevate our standards all around so that we can meet the expectations of mm. um, outside of it, of the league or the public or, or the fans as well. You know, we need mm. to keep elevating every level. Right. 
Well, that's exactly why me and Kula are doing this, I think, is to try elevated. And I know every time me and Kula have a conversation with someone, we're always, you know, trying to get them to see the bigger picture and that, you know, this is for our younger girls of tomorrow. This is what we're doing today is to make it bigger so that they have more opportunities to step into. And yeah, that's kind of the whole thing around this league and this podcast, right. <laughs> raising awareness for women and yeah, that for that next generation, especially so that they, they know about everything that's going on and, and even what, what came before, before it. But yeah, definitely like an inspiring, uh, woman and quite a journey that, that you've, you've embarked on. And I know I definitely look at, at it and listen about it now. And I think, wow, that's amazing to, to see everything that you've achieved and what you're still continuing to achieve, especially with the, the Kahu League. You know, it's, it's, it's exciting to watch and, and be a part of and be witness to. Mm. Cool. Yes. Nice. So cool. Um, Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Sharing your wisdom. Right. Telling us how to all ride our own separate bikes <laughs> and stay on, fall off, and, yeah, find our way to all of our own different destinations. <laughs>